Hey, everybody. Welcome to a special edition of the 10 to 12 podcast. I'm Stephen French. I'm Vinny Kaitsi. And I'm Jason Shoemaker. So today's episode, we're going to kind of forego all of the stuff that we usually do, right? The contract stuff and, and the quotes. And, and we're just going to concentrate on one thing today, which is the Teamster Sikorsky Career Pathways Program. Um, this is our mentoring program, our intern program that we're pretty famous for, quite frankly. Um, we've been doing it for 20 years now. This is year 20. We have, I believe, 45 high school interns working in the factory right now. In fact, as you're listening to this today, this is their last day on the job. So it's been eight weeks that they've been here. And um, again, we've been doing this for like 20 years and we bring high school students into the factory. They get teamed up with um, Teamster mentors who teach them a job, who teach them what it's like to be a, a union worker in this country and teach them what it's like to have a job like this. Right. Because this is different kind of work. Yeah, they gain a lot of experience on the job, seeing what it would be like to work here in a real career. And they make a full union wage as a union member. So that's the important part. Yeah. So um, we're, we're going to talk all about that stuff, but we're not going to bore you by just, just throwing facts at you. We're going to actually talk to some people. Um, and actually right now, sitting down with us, our um, intern, Rafael Medina, with his mentors, Mike Brown and Greg Lovasola. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, welcome. So... Um, Let's just talk about the program, right? Let's talk about the experience that you guys have had. Um, first of all, Mike and Greg, how long have you guys been mentors? Is this your first go around? Been doing this for a while? Or what? So uh, I'm a first timer. Okay. And that's Greg. Greg's a first timer. All right. <laughs> and I've been doing it since the inception of the program. Wow. 20 oh, awesome. years. It's been, it's been a long time long time you were yeah. almost a young man when you started doing absolutely. this absolutely that's pretty awesome mike yeah. that's awesome Though i would I, say you're still a young man yeah, yeah. Well, thank he, you gregory <laughs> mike is pretty famous for looking young right <laughs> mike's the youngest looking old guy in the shop i think um but but yeah but mike thanks you know thanks for all of those years of doing that um because this program doesn't happen without mentors uh, yeah uh, you absolutely know, it's the heart and soul of the program and greg thanks for thanks for getting going on it Right. Yeah, for sure. It's been a pleasure. So what's this experience been like for you guys? Uh, talk about Mike, talk about the experience over the years. Greg, talk about what it's like, you know, your first time doing this. Well, as far as I'm concerned, uh, it's been great to watch these kids grow up and prosper and then in turn, re, you know, gain a job here and, and see where their lives have gone. And, and that's that's just awesome for me. Yeah, it, it, it's fun to see. And, you know, you, you, you make a good point, Mike, that a lot of these students, not all of them, but, but a lot of them end up working here full time. So the opportunity is, is tremendous. Yeah, probably very few mentors have had the opportunity to see, you know, what their mentee looks like 20 years out. So that's yeah. pretty cool. I, I've seen some of my interns uh, gaining a job here and then having children and still employed here. It's it's just awesome to Buying see. Buying houses and cars and Hard, boats. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> All that and then some. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Greg, what about you? What's it been like the first time around? Uh, so it's been really cool. Um, you know, I started here at Sikorsky about 15 years ago, and uh, there were a couple people that kind of took me under their wing and stuff and showed me the ropes and everything. And uh, it's been cool to be able to like do that you know, for somebody else and uh, you know, take a kid fresh out of high school and show them what it's like to you know step into the real world and a uh, real job. So as, yep. a, as a former steward, I'm hoping you're giving them the union view of uh, everything, teaching them the ropes here. Yes, yes oh, please. Yeah, he is. 
<laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's, that's been another cool part about it is, you know, like I'm no longer a steward, but I'm still pretty active in the union thing. Right. And, um, you know, it's some it's still a cause that I really believe in. So to be able to, you know, take my experience in the union and, you know, kind of pass that on to somebody else that, you know, isn't necessarily familiar or has ever been exposed to a union environment. Um, not only is it cool to like kind of watch him understand it, but it's also cool to like, you know, solidify my passion in the union and, and what we do here. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. That's so awesome. where are you guys working? Where do you work? Uh, we're out in final assembly. Okay. Both of us. Yeah. What do you do? I'm a mechanical lead. Uh, okay. Position six, five, four, three. Okay. I, I go all over the place. Yep. Greg. And uh, I'm a mechanic. I'm focusing mainly on like flight control stuff. Is Mike cool. your lead man? Mike is my lead man. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so let's talk to Raphael. Um, I see here you're um, you graduated, huh? Yes, I did graduate from Buller Havens Technical High School. Okay, what shop were you in? I was in automotive. Okay. Oh, awesome! That's cool. How did you like that? It it was fun. I I get to learn new things, practice the things I already knew, and just build my knowledge. Okay, so. When you were when you were doing that, you're in automotive shop, right? Um, did you have like aspirations to be an auto mechanic? Was was that the the goal at one point? Well, the original plan since I was uh, young, since my parents say, is I wanted to be an airplane mechanic since they say three three four years old. Oh wow! Wow. You're kind of like me, man. You're 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 doing the same thing. I used to drive over the Sikorsky Bridge and look at Sikorsky aircraft and go, "Mom, I'm gonna work there one day." <laughs> uh, I didn't I didn't even know Sikorsky existed till like five years after mo- moving here. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh wow. When when did you move here? Uh, 2011. From where? Puerto Rico. Okay. Awesome. You gonna you gonna work here next year? Uh, hopefully. Yeah. What do you mean, hopefully? If I get if I get uh, if I, one of my applications get goes through and I get a job here, how many jobs did you apply for? Fifteen. Fifteen oh, wow. jobs. Awesome. So you kind of want to work. He here. wants yeah, to work I do here. Work here. Right. That's good. <laughs> that's a good sign. So what kind of stuff did you apply for? Uh, almost anything that that's in fi- maintenance and final assembly. I yep. I apply for the uh, milling machine operator. Okay. Uh, gear operator. Wow. Expeditors. So if you had your choice. Where would you work? Final assembly. Okay. Awesome. That's cool. Um, hopefully that happens, right? Yeah. That, did, did, are there jobs open for final assembly? Yeah. All right, cool. That's good. So that's the goal, right, to, yep. to be a final assembly mechanic. Yep, that's You good goal. with going on second shift? Yeah, I'm cool. I, wor- I worked second shift in McDonald's, so. Okay. Yeah. It's not go. the same. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not the same. There's no fries here, and, and you get paid a lot more money. Here. Yep, absolutely. So, that's a good thing. Well, if you do get the job, make sure you stop down in the union area. I'd be your steward, so you know Understood. we'll make sure we look out for you. So that's awesome. So 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 you're working right now on the Blackhawk line, is that right? Yes, that's correct. All right, and um, tell talk about some of the stuff you're doing, like specifically. Well, like Greg said, I'm working with him installing the the flight control systems, and I also I also put the SEQ pads on the aircraft when there's a new aircraft coming in. Yeah. All right, so so now I'm going to put everybody on the spot. Raphael, good good mentors, and you have to give me an honest answer. Yeah, they're good mentors. Yeah, how come? What do you like about these guys? Well, when I got when I don't have any work to do, and Greg is busy doing something else, I always get to Mike Brown, and he he's, he most of the time gets something for me to do to keep myself busy. Yeah. Awesome. And Greg and Greg, he he always like in um, enabling me to take my time and and teaching me the whole time about unions. 
Okay. And how nice. they work. That's very important. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a big part of this program, right? Is to is is for you know, young guys like you and young girls to 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 start to understand what union work is all Absolutely. about, right? Um, it, it's a big piece of the program. And and I'll put you guys on the spot. Good intern, Mike. You've had a lot of experience with interns. Where does he rank yeah, on the he's, list? He's a very good intern. Uh, he always just is a thirst to learn more. You know, it, it, what, what do you want me to do now, Mike? What's what's next? Nice. Uh, I love to see that. Yeah, yeah. Rafael. Absolutely. Make sure make sure you keep doing that after you get hired. Yeah, don't <laughs> worry. I'll, I'll do it. Uh, I like to learn new things so I could expand my broader vision and how to do different things so I keep myself busy. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Good. That's awesome. Was it cool making the jump from automotive work onto aircraft? And how did that, you know, those skills kind of transfer over? It, it, it was like crazy. Because like, for, for the school, to go into this program, you need to go to attendance, behavior, uh, community service. I couldn't get any community service. I didn't have the chance. And my parents didn't have the chance to drive me to take me to community services. So when my dean of students decided to say, because of your good behavior and your grades, I'm going to put you into Tchaikovsky and help you out and go in. And I was surprised that I got in, and I was like, awesome. That's awesome. So That's here's awesome. the deal, right? You, you got into the program, and you're probably going to get a job at Sikorsky Aircraft without any of that community service. So you know what you got to do, right? Yeah. yeah. Give back, man. Give back to your community when you have that chance as a full-time yeah. employee here. Yeah, yeah, I will. And a great way to do that is by getting involved in the union. Absolutely. You know, show up to a meeting, and you know we're always looking to help out the community. So you can do it with us. So, so what's your favorite thing? Let's kind of go around the table. What's talk about maybe your favorite experience? So one of my favorites was when Greg was starting to introduce me when we first came in. He we just sat and talked about his past and also how everything works on the Black Hawk, how the the flight control systems work and how they interpret everything from every little piece and everything. That's awesome. So it wasn't just, hey, take this wrench and tighten this bolt, and it, it was, you know, from from the top down, right? Yeah, it was. This is it, how the aircraft works. Yeah, it was from the top down, and then he uh, at first he was like, because I didn't know how to do it, so he was like, do this carefully, and he took charge most of it, but now he basically looks over me, mm. and I'll, I'll do everything. That's good to know because um, – and I think it's awesome. I want to um, commend you guys for that because there's so many of us here. You know, we've been around for a long time. There's so many workers at Sikorsky Aircraft who get so focused on just the part that they work on that they forget it's part of a helicopter, yep. right? And, and these machines, you know, I say it all the time, they save lives and they take lives, right? If we do it wrong, they take lives. It's a really, really important job, especially when you're working with flight controls. Yeah. There, there almost is nothing more important on a helicopter than, than what you're doing. And it's really important to remember the gravity of what you're doing um, so that people don't get hurt, right? You don't yeah. make mistakes and people don't get hurt. So, so that's awesome that, that that's the way you were taught. And I think both Greg and I, you know, we really emphasize doing things correctly, especially with an intern. Yep. Uh, yeah. More important, do it right once, boom, and, and that's it. Yeah, that's good. And, and again, thanks for doing that because, um, Mike, you retiring at the end of the contract? Life reassessment. Uh, <laughs> is that your way of saying, no, I'm sticking around? Mike's got another 20 years. That I'm, right. I, I don't yeah, I believe know. so, too. All right. Yeah. 
But but listen, I mean, we have that right. We have that on our horizon, right? Absolutely. And and you know, a, a conscientious guy like you is hard to replace. So you know, we we need to bring young guys like Raphael up the uh, the right way so that they can take that responsibility. And he most over. definitely would be a good candidate. Yeah. The, he just wants to learn. Yeah. Good. And and. I like to see that. Yeah, so again, you know, that's kind of the crux to this program, right? Learn what it's like to be in a union and learn to do this work that, that's really important work. Do it the right way. Yep. Guys, any final tips or advice for the mentors or for the program itself? I know, Mike, you've got such a unique view having so so long in the program. Any any direction you'd like to see it move in? That's a, that's a tough question. Uh, <laughs> I really don't know how to answer that. I mean, I think they've been doing a, a great job as – what's happened in the past uh, yeah it's a great program right i'm sure it's grown a lot so so yeah there's more and more uh you know there's a couple years that they didn't do it um you know i kind of missed out on that yeah that was rough this could be my last year you know if i do retire and i'm gonna miss that whole scenario and what about you greg um you're an anecdote guy Right. So so tell us a story. Tell us a story about, um, you know, something that kind of speaks to your experience. So I I think one of the coolest experiences in this program was um, the first day that Raphael came in. uh, We met him out in the hangar. Right. They had a bunch of aircraft in there and uh, like seeing the look on the kid's face, you know, like looking around like, oh, my God, these are these are like working helicopters. They were getting a a K ready to go do a hover test. Cool. And, um, you know, I remember what it looked like when I first got hired walking into final assembly being in awe of you know like the the volume of of helicopters and aircraft and and stuff like that um in here and it it was cool to see kind of a similar look on his face as i had in mine and kind of you know reminded me like how important the stuff that we do here is and uh like what kind of a difference it makes um not only on say like the the battlefield or in areas of operation but even just in the people who actually work on these things and build these things yeah cool that's awesome well we want to thank you guys for coming on today it's been awesome talking to you and hearing about your experience yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks so, for having pleasure. us. So I, I want to ask one more question, um, Raphael. So when you get hired and we have this program in the future, are you going to give back to the program and be a mentor? Probably. Yeah. Awesome. What do you mean probably? <laughs> I, so when in senior year, they had us teach the freshmen, and I didn't have a knack for teaching. All right. Well. You might but, have a knack for participating. So yeah. we'll have our we'll have our monthly membership meeting. We always have a food truck. It's a good time. Yeah. We yeah. got union gear, so come on down. We'll make sure you get sworn in as a full-fledged member and we'll show you what it's like to be a teamster. So Raphael, congratulations on on finishing up a, a, your internship and and um, you know, I don't think it's premature to say Congratulations on getting hired at Sikorsky Aircraft because I think that's going to happen. Um, and and Mike and Greg, thanks for everything you guys do. Um, please continue um, for as long as you're here. Continue to give to this program because um, guys like you are what make this thing happen. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thanks, guys. Appreciate thanks for you coming on. on, guys. No problem. Joining us now is uh, student Amaryllis Gonzalez and her mentor Jason Stebar. Welcome to the show, guys. How you doing? Yeah. Welcome. So, um, where are you guys working? Work in the gear room. Okay. Nice. Doing what? Uh, gear grinding on the Kellenbergers. Okay. I don't even know what that is. But is that the name of a machine? <laughs> yeah. All right. It sounds like a lunch yeah, item. Yeah, it's a CNC OD uh, grinding. Okay. That's pretty cool stuff. Nice. Yeah. How are you liking that, Emeralds? I like it. It's Can fun. I call you M? Yeah. Okay. How are you liking that? It's it's fun. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's very strict 
if that makes any sense, because of the tolerances. Yeah, I was just going to say because of the tolerances. So so th- that's why I said it's pretty cool, right? Because um, gear grinding is like the ultimate machining, right? Mm-hmm. There's yes. machining and then there's gear grinding, right? Mm-hmm. Gear grinding is really hard to do. It's hard to do well. So yeah. um, pretty cool that you're doing that. Um, what year are you? Are, are you are you graduated? No, I graduate this year. Oh, okay. So you're going back to school for your senior year. Yeah. Um, what's what's the dream? Um, right as of right now, um, I want to come back here and I want to work here for at least like twenty years, and I want to get my engineering degree. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, I'm not sure li- what engineering degree I want because like it depends on the job and if I want to continue with gears or if next year I get placed somewhere else and I want to do whatever like is in there. Yeah. So I I just know I want to be an engineer. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Maybe design gears someday. Yeah, but I want to be an operator. What does that mean? Like, no, no, no. Like for the, like the vast majority of my life, I want to be an app, an operator. So oh, so I you know, want to? Yeah. Yeah. So I want to know what I'm getting into before I become an engineer. Okay. Before I make these things without knowing how they're okay. processed. So, um, what do you like most about about doing what you're doing here? It's like I'm a part of a bigger picture. Mm. So. I don't know how to explain. It's more like I could have never imagined myself being in like an like an aircraft facility making gears for. Yeah. It's like it's kind of surreal, and that's what I really like about it, about it here and the environment. Yeah. Um. What What school did you go to, or are you going to? I go to Caner Technical High School. Okay. Up in Waterbury. Yeah. What shop? I'm in Precision Machining Technology. There you go. Perfect nice. experience. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I went yeah. to Caner Tech also. Did you? Graduated in uh, 2004. All right. Oh, that's cool. Nice. So, so um, and, and, and I'm going to get to you in just one second, Jason, but I want to mention this, um, that M is, is apparently the first ever second generation intern in our program. Her, her stepdad, Kelvin Lopez, was an intern in Shelton, like, um, I don't know, what, 65 years ago or something like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it was... It might be 17 years now. That sounds about right. Yeah. That sounds about right. We've been doing this for for 20 years, and I know he was was an intern early on. Mm -hmm. Um, So just from me to your stepdad to to Kelvin, tell him I said, hey. All right. I will. Um, So, Jason. Yep. um, First time mentor, second, third, fourth, 100, what? This is my uh, first time being a mentor. Okay. What made you do it? Seeing I was new to the company. I've been here almost two years. I figured I'd pass on what I've learned over the last year and a half. Yep. More or less like that. Now, you were at Caner Tech. Did you go through the Pathways program too or just coincidentally? No, I just, like I said, I graduated Caner back in 2004. I was in various uh, shops throughout the way, and then I started here back in September of 2020. So that's the year the um, Red Sox broke the curse and won the World Series. You know, yeah, that was a uh, that was a rough year. Nice. Yeah, I'm just mentioning. How it. are they doing now? Um, they're not very good. Oh, sure. <laughs> Back to career pathways. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's not get off the subject. Um, so, Em, I see you're wearing your Teamster shirt. Do you guys talk about the union at all? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, well, we go, I mean, we talk about the union. We talk you know, about it's a lot nothing into you know. Right. So the, the, so base, the it, basic stuff. It just is, right? You, you so you understand that this job is an awesome job, yeah, because it's a union job. Yes, exactly. Right? It's an important thing to know. Um, it's an important thing to understand. I think the most we've talked about is like 
vacation time and stuff like what happens if you're sick like yep. i had questions about that because yep. like i just wasn't sure or like if he didn't know my other mentor would like know and yeah but you're lucky you grew up in a house where there was a union person in the house right so yeah. so it's kind of you know it was always there for you I know that, you know, I don't go home and talk about the union every day with my kids when they were growing up, but it was always there, right? Mm -hmm. They always knew that, you know, the union was a reason why we had food on the table and, yeah. you know, we went on vacation every summer, things like that, right? Important stuff to know. So so let's go back to the job. Um, Jason, you, you've been doing gear machining since you got to Sikorsky? Yes, correct. Okay. Doing setup, operating. Um on various machines, but mainly the Kellenbergers. Yeah. So um, what do you like about it? Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's interesting to get involved. Um, something new that, you know, I've I've worked in precision uh, aerospace companies in the past, but nothing like yeah. Pratt & Whitney, Sikorsky, or anything like that. Yeah. Um, pretty challenging work, Oh, right? yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Every day is a challenge, so. So do you guys do you guys talk about that a lot as as mentor and intern about about how challenging gear machining is and the tolerances and all that stuff? Yeah, like we try to put both our brains together to like figure something out. Yeah. Or like if I don't know, I go to him. Yep. Or like he he'll ask me like, "Do you have a note?" <laughs> yeah. That's good. So you're working together. You're learning from each yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah, that's really awesome. That's the way it's supposed to be. So Jason, seeing as that you've got experience at other aerospace companies, I don't know if they were union or not, but what's it been like coming you said it's a little bit different here. What's it been like being in, you know, either a union shop versus non union and you know, any advice that you can um, definitely I, I would say with the union you have more representation. Um, you know, vice versa at, than rather not having it yeah um it does help if needed uh, you seem like they, you seem like a kind of guy who's keeping your nose down and yeah you know, doing your job yeah right? i don't really like the place that i came before was was a teamsters place but it was a lot smaller yep so it's nothing compared to how big this company is yeah. gotcha. but no it's definitely nice nice to have the union to fall back on you no know, if need be if needed yeah. so that's what we're here for yeah we're the safety net right yeah so yep. let's talk about talk about the experience, right? Um, not not so much the job necessarily, but just talk about um, what what's cool about this program. What what have you had fun? And if so, you know, tell me a fun story. What what have you been doing besides just grinding gears? So at the beginning of the program, I was like very serious and very tense and just like tunnel vision on what I needed to learn. Yep. I didn't really talk much about anything, just about and now the job. Here you are on a podcast giving me a hard time. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Yep. So that's the Teamster experience. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. So I would grab the manuals and I would write notes on them and I'd just try to study the machine before I even worked on it. I really just observed my first three or four days and then by that Monday, I think I was doing stuff and putting stuff yeah. in the machine, measuring. Mm. I was just. I really wanted to just <laughs> learn before I went into it. And then I was like, oh, I'm pretty good at this. But like in my head, I was I was just nervous. I was yeah. like, you know what? I don't I don't want to mess up. I don't want to like do something wrong. Yep. Yeah, and, it, was like, um, it was like the same thing when I started here. You come in, it's like overwhelming. You see yeah, the aircraft out there, the brand new machines. And it's just like, yeah, you know. yeah. But then as time goes on, you start to get more comfortable, loosen up a little bit. And then, yeah. So tell me. 
Um, and what are you going to go back and talk about when, in your senior year? When you talk to your friends and fellow students, what are you going to talk about? All right. So I'm actually the only kid from the juniors and seniors precision machining technology that got in here. Wow. So, you know, I'm kind of like setting the footsteps for the juniors that want to come, yep. you know. So that was also like a big weight on my shoulders that I wanted to make sure that, you know, the only Kaner kid from PMT was, you know, awesome. So, yeah. So, um, yes. So if you do end up working here, are you going to be a mentor for the yeah, next for generation? Sure. For sure. Awesome. That's awesome. Good. For That's sure. Good. Yeah. I um, actually, before I got the Sikorsky internship, my plan A was to become a teacher. So really, definitely would love to work with, you know, the younger kids and especially yeah. since I've been through the program. That's awesome. So yeah. you're going to come back um, probably next year unless you go back to school and do something really dumb. Right. Um, you're going to come back next year, right, for the program and do do that summer after your senior year, hopefully get hired. Yeah. Right. And then you'll be a mentor. Yep. In, in the following year. That'd be awesome. So, so Jason, you talked about why you wanted to become a mentor and, you know, it's, it, it's a pretty standard answer, right? I want to give back, you know, I want to, yeah. I want to do that. Um, how has the experience been for you? Like even on a personal level, how it's, how's it been for you? Um, would you say that you guys are like friends? Yeah. I mean, like what first, the, like I said, it was my first time doing the whole mentor program. So I wasn't, um, I didn't know what to expect. And um, like I said in the beginning, it was kind of like, oh, what's really gonna go on? Like, how, how am I supposed? How am I gonna make you know her a better, better employee? Or he was stepping on eggshells. He was. Yeah. <laughs> but then as time went on, it was kind of like, all right, you know, it's everybody loosens up, we go with the flow, and then yep. it just you kind of have the better understanding of like what I have to do to show her how to, yeah. you know, set up and run the machine better. Yeah. Do you think that helps you as, you know, we're, we're definitely hiring a lot of machinists and there's a need yeah. for it and there's going to be a boom over many years. So do you think it helps you kind of this program teaches you how to onboard new people and help them oh, learn yeah, the def ropes? Definitely. And helps, helps with patience and, you know. Mm -hmm things of that nature uh, too you have patience. to be patient <laughs> yeah i was thinking the same thing Emma. I elaborate <laughs> jason so so em you're gonna go back to school you're gonna talk to all your classmates right mm -hmm. you're gonna tell them how awesome this experience yeah. was um so you have the opportunity to be like super popular right because oh my because of this experience <laughs> or um, you have the opportunity to like do the wrong thing and be super unpopular, right? By, <laughs> by saying to everybody, and I'm trying to caution you, don't go back to school and say, oh, that's easy. You should see the stuff that we have to do at Sikorsky Aircraft. No, of course not. That's definitely <laughs> not the kind of person I am, but Good. I want to like, so actually like a lot of the stuff I see here, I want to implement to the shop and school, like, um, in school, it's like <laughs> you can really blow something up. But like <laughs> here, you you know, you got to be careful. And the close tolerances, I think, I just, you know, I work in the hundreds in school yep. or thousands, yep. not the tenths. Yep. So yeah, or millions. Yeah, yeah. We don't even millions. have. Yeah. We don't have the measurement devices to even measure in those tight tolerances. Right. Um, so learning that here, I want to I want to stress how important that hundredth is yeah. because if you can do you know the high on the hundredth or be right on the tolerance for that then you're gonna you know you're, you're good so you can move on to the next but i know a lot of the kids like they'll go over they'll cut too much off and it's like it's fine it's fine but uh, 
when you come to a place like this, it's not fine. It's not. Yeah. Right. It's cool to think that this program has an impact where you're now going to take this back and influence so many other people. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that that's really cool that you're going to do that. And um, obviously, I'm not a machinist. Um, I'm I'm a mechanical inspector, so um, I don't know a lot about machining. But I do know that that what you just said about how some of the students say, "Oh, I took too much off. That's okay." the The rule in machining is don't take enough off on the first pass yep. right yeah because you can't yep. put material back onto the part yeah. right you can yep. always take more yep. off but you can't put anything back on once you take it off so yeah. um that's a pretty simple concept right definitely um so can, are the machines at at caner capable of of holding those kinds of tolerances if you had the measuring devices if i had the measuring devices but you guys don't have air gauges no, at Caner, right? No, yeah, we, so that's, um, we're working with millions and I honestly think room. that's crazy. We need the mm, not new machines, but we need the tooling. Yeah, definitely because, like for example, I think a lathe would be more ideal for those tight tolerances. Yeah, you know, because you can make like let's just say a doorknob. You're making a doorknob right now. Yeah. Um, you would need you know the taper and all that stuff. So we would not be able to do that just. You know, we would use our like comparator, yep. but um, we wouldn't have like a handheld thing other than like a micrometer. Yeah. So that's no good. What kind of right. machines are you using at Caner? Are they like bridge ports or? Yeah. So we okay. use, we have, you know, standard mills. We have surface grinders. We have lathes. We have one Haas CNC um, lathe and mill. They're both Haas. Um, we were supposed to get certified, the juniors, my class, were supposed to get certified this past year, but um, we never got to, so we're not Haas certified. So we don't work on the Haas machines. Yep. We mm -hmm. just observe them. Oh, wow. So, so, yeah. So this is your first experience, really, with CNC? Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Oh, that's, wow. that's, yeah, so now it's like I completely understand it. Like, obviously, I'm not like. You are going to be the queen oh when my you gosh. go back to school. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That is awesome. Yeah, the queen of CNC. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, so again, Jason, um, you're going to do this again? Yes, You're going to keep definitely. doing this? Yep. Yeah, it's awesome. been a good enough experience for you to do again? Yeah. Um, tell me the truth. You don't You don't have to lie here. No, no. Um, do you want I would a, definitely do you, continue. Do you want a, a new student next year? Mm. <laughs> well, it depends. We'll see how the next, last week goes. You're done. <laughs> So the last thing we're going to ask you when you go back and You're share this. You're kicking me out already. <laughs> Pretty close. Yeah. Why, well, you want to talk about more stuff? Yeah. Okay, let's talk. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, for the CNC portion of it, I was completely terrified. And then now I think four CNC machines I ran in Sikorsky. Awesome. That's really awesome. Four and different that's, panels. Talk about something that you can go back and talk to, to your fellow students about it, you know, and, and say, hey, it's not as scary as, as you think it is, right? Yeah, it's definitely not. As one, you, as soon as you learn, like, offsets, you're fine. Yeah. If you, yeah. And, and if you have an amazing mentor and teacher. It sounds like you came in with the skills, but <laughs> that this program helped really build your confidence and, yeah. you know, your uh, abilities. So yeah. that's awesome to hear. And that's what it's all about, right? It's, it's, you know, we talk a lot when we talk to students, when we do the visits at the schools, you know, to recruit students, we talk a lot about transferable skills, you know, that you're not going to come into the job knowing everything. You're not expected yeah. to do that, but you have a foundation coming out of a tech school that you're going to be able to apply and you're going to learn this job easier than somebody you know who was working at mcdonald's yesterday right, right. And this this 
program is definitely like a way out for a lot of the people that I know. Yeah. So, you know, Jason knows because you live in Waterbury. But, you know, there's a lot of kids who like I went to a very urban middle school. And if you were to talk to 13 year old me, you wouldn't recognize that girl. You know what yeah. I mean? Yep. So I came a long way. And I want to say the tech school helped me the most. But being in here, it's like, wow, I, I didn't know. I didn't know I could ever achieve that. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so when you do go back to Kaner and you share this experience with them, the one thing we're going to ask you to do is share the union aspect of it as well, right? Right. The, yes, the non-union workplaces <laughs> aren't offering this yeah. great program, and they're not offering these union benefits and these jobs. Um, so please, you know, make sure they understand that the union is about mentoring your fellow employee yeah. and about you know doing what's right for you know the whole workforce. Right. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Don't be shy about saying, hey, guess how much money I made this summer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And, I just say a lot. Uh, <laughs> hey, and I would tell them, too, if, if you don't get into Sikorsky right away, one, keep trying, but two, look for another union job because you're going to have better benefits, you're going to have better wages, and yeah. you're going to have more security in your job. For right. sure. Take that right. away Fire. from this as yep. well, right? Right. Yep. Um, guys, thanks. Um, you're welcome. Th thanks Thank for being you. on. Thank you. Jason, thanks for doing this, right? Thanks thanks for being Anytime. a mentor because, like I said to the other um, the other mentors that have been on today, um, it doesn't happen without you, right? This program begins and ends with mentors. Um, you're the foundation of the program, right? So um, we really appreciate you doing it. We hope that you do it again. Um, and, M, uh, congratulations on, on one successful summer. Thank right you. and and hopefully you're gonna have another one coming up next year and then we'll see you uh you know you you'll grow to be an old woman at Sikorsky aircraft yeah, yeah. someday hey, I'll, I'll drive the cars and crash into you okay hey, you'll, you'll, you'll be I'm you'll be my be, mentor next so i'm gonna know. be retired you're not gonna be able to crash into me i'm gonna be retired <laughs> yeah i think we're, we're gonna have to keep pushing too you know i don't know if we have management listening or uh maybe they have politicians someday listen to this but we got to get the funding in these schools so they have the tools they need to come in here even more prepared. Absolutely. No question. Definitely. Actually, um, Jay Gagnon. Yep. I don't know his last how to pronounce it. He, um, I had had a conversation with him because he had no idea. He was like, "Oh, I didn't know that you guys had like manual machines." I'm like, "Yeah, we work on manual machines, even though they're becoming obsolete." Is yeah. he talking about putting some money into it? He said he wanted to talk about it. Okay. Um, also, like some of the other tech schools, like have been remodeled. But I did let him know, like, I don't think it'll be beneficial to remove all of our manual machines because, like. I gained all of my machining confidence off of manual yeah, machines. It's a good place to start. Yeah. Right. For yeah. sure. Right. Definitely keep them on like the freshman, sophomore side. Yep. But when you come to the junior, senior side, because yep. they're divided, it should be CNC. That's good stuff. We'll make sure we talk to Jay yeah. about that money that he said he wants to spend because we can help him spend that. <laughs> I'm, happily, I'm happily able to advocate for my school. Okay. Well, who well, knows? Maybe awesome. We'll be talking to you soon. Maybe you'll be a, a mentor at some point and help them kind of advise what equipment they should be putting in there to uh, further along the experience of everybody Definitely. else. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. thank you guys again for coming on. Yep. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks a lot. Fun. Thanks. Bye. We appreciate it. Now joining us, we have two coordinators for the Career Pathways program, uh, Nick Howell and Andrew Mueller. How's it going? Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for having us. Uh, so, guys, welcome to the show. We appreciate you coming on. Um, we've been talking about the program all morning, um, talked to some mentors and some students, um, and, and got some good stories, but we wanted to bring a couple of 
you know, a couple of executive level members of the career pathways team um, to the table and, and talk from that perspective for a little while. So you guys are coordinators in the program. Um, what does that mean? What does a coordinator do? So coordinator basically oversee the mentorship program. As you know, the, uh, did you talk about this before with the kids about how long the program runs and everything? Did we, I think we mentioned 20 years where we've been going on. Right? Yeah. And I mean, like eight weeks, they come here for the oh, eight yeah. weeks and everything. But how we begin our uh, session, we go talk to the juniors when um, to the schools. We go to eight schools, and uh, we go talk to them and everything. We tell them about the program and what they need to do to get into the program to apply, what they have to have. They have to have good grades. They need to show community service. Uh, they need to show effort that they can work good in school and everything. Good attendance, good, good attitude. Good attendance. Stuff, good right? attendance, good attitude. Um, so being a coordinator is not an eight week job, right? This goes, no. this, this extends far beyond the eight weeks of the program. No, we'll probably have like four weeks off and then start going to schools in the fall again. Yep. Uh, start contacting schools. Cause especially with COVID a lot, messed a lot of things up cause it kind of threw us out of our schedule. But yeah. right now, I mean, as we're getting ready to close, we already got to start looking to say we already need the next juniors that are going to come into this program. We got to right. start going to schools again, start talking to them because we want to be done by Christmas time, usually with the tours that come here. Yep. Before they can come here to tour, we have to go there and tell them about the program. Right. So, that- so there's there's school visits. Yes. Um, and you're talking yep. to what, like uh, usually sophomores and juniors? Yes. Uh, usually it's yes. Usually it's yeah. sophomores and juniors because uh, yeah, well, usually it's sophomores. Some juniors will show up, but usually it's sophomores so that they know when to uh, apply for their junior year to start working here. How many schools do you go to? Eight. Eight, Eight schools? Yes. Eight. Can you name them? Uh, we go to Emin O'Brien, Shelton. Bullard. Bullard. Caner. Uh, Caner. Platt. Uh, and Aquaculture. Eli Whitney. Eli Whitney. Yeah. Nice. Good stuff. So, um, Andrew, you've had the full experience with this program pretty much. Well, almost. Uh, um, <laughs> for the most part, You yeah. started out as a student. I did. Tell I us about off. that experience. Well, um, I never had a, a tour through the plant. So my first day was my first day in here. Oh, wow. So it was uh, very overwhelming walking down, the, walking down the line and seeing all the helicopters just sitting there. And then I met my mentors, uh, Tony and Bruce. And I actually still work with Tony today. Oh, really? Yeah. Where do you work? Um, Final Assembly. So working on Final Assembly as yep. a mechanic, and that's where you interned? Yep, that's right? where I interned. Um, and, and you skipped right over being a mentor, right? I you did. didn't do that. Yep. All right. We're going to have to get you involved with that someday. One um, day. And now you're a coordinator. Now I'm a coordinator. That's pretty yep. cool. Um, so talk about some of the daily stuff that you guys do as coordinators. Let's talk about while the students are in here for their eight weeks what kind of stuff are you guys doing well i mean any questions or at at all that any of the kids have they usually will either email us or text us or call us we give them all our phone numbers to begin with and this is definitely the most year that i've gotten a lot of questions and stuff with everything these the, the generational gap between these kids it's weird i know they're 16 18 19 but like i don't know it's so weird with the covid like there was a lot of kids we had before that were always on their phones, like the pre-COVID kids, I'll say. Yeah. And it's almost like it's a whole different generation with these kids. The new kids now, they're so on top of None of them have any issues with phones or anything. They don't take it out ever. Talking to their mentors, they're even like, yeah, I haven't had issues at all. Really? Yeah. It's That's awesome. It's the craziest yeah. thing. I And I'm like, it's like a 
they're only like two years apart, like since yeah. COVID started. But the kids that we have now, it's it's insane. So wow. they actually just have questions about working, like a lot of time, like what their uh, benefits are and everything. That's good. Um, so answering questions, kind of fixing problems as they as they arise, right? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. For, for the most part, yeah. All I've right. seen you guys running around between Labor History Day. I mean, you're always behind the scenes, kind of making sure the schedule stays on track and, you know, everybody's yep. where they need to be, right? Yeah, that's the big thing. Make sure no one's getting hurt and everything. Everyone's that everything's just flowing. And we see the kids. We see every single one in person on Friday when we come around and we collect their evaluation sheets that they get uh, graded on by their mentor every week about their attitude, their work ethic, how they're doing in work, if there's any other problems that we haven't been notified about. And then you guys interface with reps from the state, too, who check up on this, right? It's a it's a pretty uh, involved process where I know they came in recently. They were checking up on the students, making sure everything's going according to plan. Yeah, they were here on Wednesday. They come through uh, once every uh, semester that we have this. They come in, they talk to the kids because the state's the one that picks them. We have no say in these kids. We go, we're the ones that go. We go to the school. We talk to every kid. Uh, but when it comes down to applications, it's literally two people from the state that have never met the kids, never seen them before or anything. So they just blindly, they go through, they look at their resumes and everything, make sure they got the communication, make sure they got the work ethic. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So Andrew, what's this about? Is it simply for you a a give back type of thing? Or is this something that you said, Hey, um, you know, I think this would be fun to do. What, what, what's the deal with you? So it's a, it's a little bit of both. It's nice to get back to this, uh, this program. It's given me so much, you know. Yep. I've been here for just about five years now, and I couldn't be any happier, yeah. you know. I didn't really have a plan going out of high school, so this definitely helped a lot. Yep. Um, nice. But it's also it's been an experience. It's been fun to actually see what goes on behind the scenes. There's a lot. It, it's not just little things here and there. It's like... At least once a week, there's a problem, and you got to try to fix it as best as you can. Well, there's got to be like a mentoring aspect to what you're doing as a coordinator, right? Because you're going out to these schools and you're teaching. You're the front Don't line. Don't try to make him a mentor. He's not a mentor. <laughs> he already told all us right. that. All right, you haven't earned the shirt yet. <laughs> but in all fairness, you guys are out at the schools and you're you're getting out to the masses of these students and letting them know what it's like to work in a union shop, what opportunities are available. You know, so I think you you do get a little bit of credit here. <laughs> No question about it. I'm just joking. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you guys kind of, I mean, you're like mentors on steroids, uh, right? I mean, it, I, I really think that the coordinators, um, I think it's important to have you guys on the show uh, so that people understand that the behind the scenes stuff is really intense. There's a lot going on in this program mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Like Nick said, um, we're going to get four weeks off, and then we're, we're going to be right back at it, right, for next yeah. year. So it, it's, it's almost a full-time job um, doing the stuff behind the scenes that needs to be done, you know, including crazy amounts of paperwork that filed with the state and with all the schools and um, crazy stuff, right? Yeah. Even just a simple event like the closing ceremony, it's just a lot of things that have to be done yep, just to get that to run smoothly. Yeah. yeah, so people don't realize you guys, we have basically an opening ceremony, right? Mm-hmm. All the families come down to Union Hall for a meal and a ceremony there. And then you guys plan not only that, but 
mentor yeah. tra- mentor training. Mentor we have training, to have all yeah. the mentors come down to the labor hall and learn how to be a mentor and everything. Yep. And then I got to go down th- this year to Labor History Day. That's a pretty impressive event that you guys have. So we had people from the IBT down there for training, um, yep. and they got to actually go through mock interviews. Can you guys talk about that a little bit? What was it like to be a part of that? So I didn't see the uh, mock interviews. I saw the mock um, mock negotiations. Mock negotiations. That's what I meant. Yeah, those are usually a lot. A lot of fun, a lot of fun to watch. Very interesting how these uh, students and their mentors, they try to outdo each other, you know? Yeah. Usually there's a lot more screaming this year there wasn't. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, so usually in the past, what we do is we have the mentors pretend to be the company and the students will usually be the workers. And we basically tell them to come up with their own contract, what they want for benefits and everything. And then they'll go to the mentors and the mentors will say, well, we usually tell the mentors to be as strict as possible with the students so that we can see how much, like, what do they actually want? What type of benefits do they want? Yeah. That's yeah, that's cool. a really cool day. I missed it this year, too. Um, it, it's a fun day. It's a lot of fun. It's a pretty cool experience. Yeah, it was interesting to hear from some of the IBT people, just the labor history. And, it's, yeah. you know, we don't learn that in high school. We don't learn that in, in tech schools or regular schools. So it's good to see that that is getting out to all these students and they can share that information. Yeah. Yep. I mean, because as, as union workers, you know, it's I, I think it's vitally important for us, at least for the young people coming in, yes, it is. To, to make them understand you know, this is where all the good stuff comes from, right? It doesn't just happen. It gets negotiated, yeah. right? And, and that, there's a process to that, and it's a difficult process. And, and I, I think young people need to understand that. Yeah, we, we definitely lead in terms of setting wages for these industries. But what we have to remember is that all these companies that are a part of the industry are part of the benchmark for what the industry should pay. So if we have low-paying jobs... You know, it's going to bring everybody down. Yep. And the converse, if we, a rising tide rises all boats, right? right. So yep. we want to make sure that we're uh, improving benefits and wages across the industry. Well, yeah. I think it's really cool because, I mean, these are kids. They're not even like many adults or young adults. They're, they're kids, 16, 17, 18 years old. Yep. So it's interesting when we watch these like mock negotiations and everything, like what these kids think is important at that time and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I think some of our role is to help them learn what things are they missing that they should be focusing on. You know, it's easy when you come in as an 18 year old to say, oh, I got to get my wage up. But, you know, having someone remind you, oh, you also got to get money into your 401k. You also got to think about your medical benefits. As you age, you're going to need the doctors more. I mean, there's a whole lot of things that I think it's incumbent on us as Teamsters to teach the next generation. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I think so, too. And, and and what I love about it, I mean, just today, right, um, we had M. Gonzalez on, uh, one of our younger interns, and she's awesome, right? She was really comfortable yeah, she's here. She's, she's on the ball, really smart, seems like she wants to be involved in stuff. And, and for me, as, as an old guy, right, who's, who, who has the end of his career in his sights um, and, and part of, I guess, part of the leadership team of the union, I'm always looking for that next generation of union leaders, right? I've- so... Um, I think it's awesome to see some of these kids come through and you can see them immediately, right? When M walked in this room, I said, she's on the ball, right? I knew it immediately that she had it on the ball. And that's important, right? It's important to identify those people at an early age and, and maybe, you know, bring them up yep, the, the right way and get them involved in the union. And this program goes a long way to doing that. 
Yeah, and M, if you're listening, he's just looking for a discount from your crocheting business. So. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. need a scarf so bad. It, one of the things that's amazing is when we go talk to the kids in the uh, schools, a lot of them don't even know what a union is at all. They've never even heard of a yep, union. Almost right. none of them. Nope. Yeah. I, I was wearing this shirt the other day, and somebody asked me how much to ride a horse. Um, <laughs> wow. Are you kidding me? I'm not oh kidding. Goodness. Yeah, it was a greeter at BJ's, and you know he was about 18 years old, and I didn't have the time to like sit and – explain yeah. the teamsters yeah to that's him, a long but... when you think it's a horse riding um you know like you work at a stable yeah it's a long conversation but you know it shows the importance of getting out to these schools and you know we hear about the impact that our mentors have but you guys have a real opportunity to impact a lot more people and just kind of nudge them in the right direction so it's awesome that you're doing that thank you yeah, yeah i mean the opportunity for the kids at 16 years old to come into a job like this like i wish i had an opportunity like that i i was the old school route that was always like oh i'm going to college after and everything if i started here when i was 16 oh man yeah right it's unbelievable yeah so i mean you guys have a really important job and again i keep saying it the behind the scenes stuff is brutal there, there's so much work that the coordinators are doing and we really appreciate it uh, i i say all the time that the mentors are the key to this program and i believe that that's the truth uh, without the mentors we don't have a program but certainly um you guys are doing all the grunt work all the hard work that doesn't get recognized doesn't get noticed so you know the 10 to 12 podcast wants to be the first to say hey thanks for for all the hard work that you guys put into this program because um like the mentors w without your work this doesn't happen yeah you're making yeah. a real difference absolutely yeah. no we appreciate you for having us and the uh interns on it i know they were pretty ecstatic when we told them that we would like them to come do a, a podcast yeah yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the opportunity to be on a podcast that has at least like 70 listeners every week is pretty amazing, <laughs> right? <laughs> 65 and a half. Just wait till we get on Apple. <laughs> well, guys, we appreciate you coming on. We appreciate you spending some time and obviously appreciate all the stuff that you're doing for the union and for this program. Um, and um, maybe we'll uh, we'll do this again sometime. Awesome. Thank right, you for cool. having us. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. So, um, so, so that's going to do it for, for this episode of the 10 to 12 podcast. As always, remember to email us. Tell us what you like about the podcast. Tell us what you hate about the podcast. We want to make this what you want to hear. So shoot us an email at comms at teamsters1150.org. That's C-O-M-M-S at teamsters1150.org. Remember to follow us on Podbean. If you're not following us, shame on you. Go to Podbean right now and follow the 10 to 12 podcast. But as always, we appreciate you downloading. We appreciate you listening. Until next time, I'm Stephen French. I'm Vinny Kaitsi. And I'm Jason Shoemaker. We'll see you next time. <laughs>